I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Hello, Salty Hello. Coffee. Hi. What's going on? The icon. How are you? I'm doing fine. Let me give you the admit. Them, there you I'll go. I'll look at you. Thank you. Just like that. Not that I need it. You're doing well, so I don't really need mm -hmm. it. <laughs> well, just in, just in case there is some technical difficulties and we have to we're absolutely good remind me at nine o'clock to go in live to the other platforms um okay. and we'll take the mm -hmm. conversation a little bit more serious then um right. but other than that how was your weekend well the weekend has been marvelous um same oh. routine basically um things that i do but you know i'm thankful for you know the abilities to be engulfed and loved and the support and the time i've spent with my loved ones and you know people that mean mean something to me you know so i think that that was a my weekend has been great in that respect how about yourself my week my weekend <laughs> my weekend was um pretty good uh, i pretty much um was working so that was mm -hmm. one, but I was able to analyze the podcast and what we're going to be doing for 2023. And mm -hmm. I'm, I learned a lot this weekend um, with doing research. And I'm excited about our new platform for 2023, spatial.io. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I asked two younger people to see if that's something. And they thought it was, you know, they're like, well, you know, uh, students, our people our age really don't go into social media. So I thought that was very interesting that students who attend colleges are not really into social media that way. Mm -hmm. I thought that was very interesting. And the ones that are in social media, like really into it, I think they're into it because they're either a communications major or business communication major type of person or student. So of course, you know, media would be the thing for them to like be into, right? Because mm -hmm. um, if you're going to college and you want to learn about business, uh, social media is where it's at, right? <laughs> so well, absolutely. I thought that was interesting. But I, I'm in, I'm going to enjoy this topic tonight because you and I have been talking about it, and we are going to start at 9 p.m., which is fine. Um, but <laughs> I think people can't read the the title, but that's okay too. I'm well, you know, it. again, I um because I know <laughs> what it is, I I know what to look for. Um, I think when other people come in I, I think you i don't i don't know if we should act, uh, necessarily put more pressure on the mind to figure yeah. out what it is uh i understand i understand i can in my in my perception or my opinion i understand why you did it um because it is like looking in a mirror and looking at it from the reverse you know what i mean um but hey you know some people are going to get it, some people not. I mean, we talk about it, so they'll know. Uh, we can always educate people as to what's happening. 
it was nice to see you last weekend um I think um the zoo was very interesting to say the least um photo shoot was nice thank you to your uh niece Rashatya r-a-s-h-o-t-y-a.com is the website she did an amazing job and I will consider will consider her again if I need additional photos once she's in New York or I'm in Florida. She did an amazing job. And her website is absolutely amazing. You know what I like so about thanks. her? What you like about your niece? I, li- I like the fact that she actually shoot videos. Um, she has the skills, um, have acquired the skills um in in her profession to be able to do uh i think they was even talking about doing movies short movies and stuff mm-hmm. shooting shooting film and stuff like that so i think that's a beautiful thing to have though to have someone that's close to me so when it's time to get into those realms where i want to shoot a video or documentary Absolutely. or anything that she's she's there and all i have to do is like contact them book her because she has a business so uh not mm-hmm. that she's going to show any favoritism in that way, uh, but it definitely puts me in a position to put us in a position where we have someone that we can contact um, and do business with. Wait a minute, I just changed the, t- the title. Why did it go back? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what what's, what's, what is recognizing now. Uh, is is it on autopilot or what have you? I don't know. Because I, I knew you took it down. Yeah, okay. Let me find our stereo guy. Look, own, it, just, uh, it changed again. You see that? I'm not going crazy. Okay. Is there a, uh, I guess they're supposed to. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Let me see. Okay. Oh, you know why? Okay. I wasn't in the talk, really. I came in as a thing, as a guest. So I had never really like gone in, gone in. This is weird. But it is what it is. When they say add a link, what the hell? Is, okay, hold on. What are you doing? We're talking. I'm setting the topic. Okay. I'm well. I'm finna try to. I'm finna. What we dealing with? Um, uh, Poverty. What's the, socialism? The no, it oh, said. That. I just put. I put the salty coffee one. But you could put yours. Either one is fine. <laughs> oh, if you did it already. Don't worry about it. Ah, uh, it's still there. Yeah, no, I know. I don't know what's going on. Oh, that's fine. No, no, no. The uh, the link as for as salty coffee, that's fine. I'm, I was talking about the caption itself. Um, I was trying to change that, but. Oh, let me see. Like... Okay, how about that? We're hanging out. Join us. 
Mm -hmm. Okay, let's see if, if it changes again. If it doesn't, then I'll change it. <laughs> History. Mm. Oh, we're in here and we're talking and we're doing what we're doing. Okay. Uh, That's better, right? <laughs> open talk. Yeah, and I'll put outside the box just so that people will know. You know, I, I'm looking. I'm. I am looking at the screen right now when it's saying open talk change. Mm -hmm. I don't see outside the box, but not yet. I'm. I'm doing it now. Give me a second. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How you doing, Shamana? What's it? How you... Shamana ya. Shamana ya. Shamana ya. Yeah. What was what was that language? That was that witchcraft or hoodoo voodoo? <laughs> Poo poo, I don't know. What what was that? Wow. See, it went back. Yeah. The, uh but this is the actual title was did in reverse, but it's outside the box with salty coffee icon. Um no, it's not voodoo, witch, doo-doo, or any of those things. It was a play on words, um uh, because of the nature of what we, we talk about which is understanding the social constructs that we fall up under. Um, we've been trying to adjust it, but for some reason, uh, Stereo would not let us adjust that so we can put it correctly or that it can be seen oh, and viewed correctly. You see how interesting that is? Someone looks at the title and will ask if it's some voodoo stuff. How well, are we so indoctrinated and the social construct under that under those terms how did you get that from that from this well I, it's different you know uh a lot of the times when you think about the different things uh out there when it comes to uh the idea of witchcraft and things like that there when you see something in reverse like that there is is normally a negative thing it's almost like taking a stamp and turning it upside down and they say that's supposed to be a distress signal uh, to someone that sees it so okay. as far as the construct is concerned when people see something that's not adjusted to the way of what we know normal to be um it, it, it signifies something you know and based on right. who the individual is too and how their perception uh is of life so when he when he said when he said that uh and salute to everybody in the room Ola, Shonda, and tay well, um salute to to you uh, for joining us thank you for joining us um but i think it's just when we approach certain things and we see certain things you know question is gonna come to me when i first see it it it, it looks kind of it looks confusing at first when you first look at it but again we know what it is so we and have do to we, just yeah and do you know that there are people that that read when you when you're like let's say the bottom part poverty in this episode blah 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 there are people that see those regular words in the way that i put the title you do know that right what they call that dyslexia right there's mm -hmm. people who actually that's what they see so no mm -hmm. the 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 
the idea of the topic is to either get your attention, which it did, um, mm. but to really get into deep into the topic and, and our title of our show, which is Outside the Box. We're so conditioned to read mm -hmm. things. Like there, there are some things that we read that we can miss a lot of words that are misspelled right. that are, yeah. Because we're so conditioned in, in constant, you know. You know uh, what I thought you was going to say? Okay. <laughs> I thought you was going to, I thought you actually was going to say, we've been programmed to see things um, that we think is normal. Right. By way of, by way of the construct that may not necessarily be normal, but that's what we've been taught normal. Normal to us is the way that you have poverty written. That's normal. Right. When you do something different from that, wait a minute, they don't step outside and did something dip. That's different from what I understand normal to be. Right. So when, it, so when he, like, again, when he asked the question, that's a, it was a legitimate question uh, um, right. uh, to ask. And of, of course, based upon his education, based upon his experiences and where he's from, that could right. be a sign of some form of witchcraft or something because it's in the it's, it's it's backwards. You know what I mean? It's not it's not considered the normal, if you will. So right. but anyway, uh salute to Van Tran just came into the room. Uh, good to see you, Van Tran. Um we really appreciate uh Van Tran and Shonda uh Tay. I don't know if this is Tay first time uh coming to the to the show. If it's not your first time, Shay, please, please forgive me, but welcome each and every one of you uh, to the show. We got three minutes and we're going to get uh, get started. We're just having some open talk right now, just um, entertaining some ideas on some stuff that yeah. was presented early. <laughs> yeah, so we're well, going to... Um, <laughs> yeah, the discussion tonight is going to be about poverty. Why are we still in poverty? What does that mean to you? Who measures it? How is it measured? Under what circumstances do you believe... And and do you have any solutions to solving poverty in, in overall? And if you have any ideas, you feel free to share those. Feel free to share those. If you have concerns, share those as well. Um, we are also live on our websites, www.theicon6.com and also on www.saltycoffeepodcast.com under the Twitch. So all you have to do is just click watch and you don't have to subscribe to Twitch or anything if you go if you go through our website. We are under StreamYard and we're broadcasting now on Facebook under the Salty Coffee Podcast business page, under the Icon Boss 6 Facebook business page, YouTube, and again, Twitch. We are not on Twitter tonight um, only because Twitter is kind of weird and different. And we don't get much uh, people pulling in from there. But it is Sunday, December 18, 2022, and it's now 9 p.m. So let me just log in. I can't take it away on stereo, and I'm going to introduce myself over in the other platforms. Okay, will do. Uh, first and foremost, again, thanks to everybody that's coming into the room. We are very honored and privileged to have you here. To accompany us today, we um, want to say to everybody, 
this is this forum is open for you to be able to ask questions if you have questions uh we're going to talk about poverty uh why is there such a thing and how does that fit into these constructs or these ideals and who it benefits uh really and who is not benefiting we know that those uh that are in poverty are upon the what we know poverty to be meaning those who have been denied access to certain uh, goods uh, and services because of they don't have the means or the or have the economic means to access the different things that wealthy people do. Uh, so we want to talk about that today because uh, my philosophy is is very simple. There shouldn't be a poor person anywhere on our planet. Our planet produces uh, um, an abundance of resources. Uh, those resources out there that we really need, we should be able to access. But because we have these these constructs or these systems or these governments that control everything and create the illusion that we are part of it, that we have access it, access to it and rights to it, again, that's an illusion because we don't. Everything that has come up under the natural way of things, we have been cut off from it, and we're actually being denied been not being denied because of it excuse me um start to call this back so that's what we about to get into we about to get into this whole situation about poverty we're going to talk a little bit about socialism communism and capitalism um so put your thinking caps on add to the conversation feel free to do that we just ask for respect over here because we want to respect the panel and we want to respect the people that's in this room uh, we do not tolerate any hacklers or people trolling or any of those things. I'm going to be straight up with you. If you're in this room, and most of the people that's in this room right now, I know uh, to the ones that's new, my job here on this panel is not only to communicate with Sartre about the things that we're going to talk about, but that's also to protect everybody that's in this room. We don't get into no uh, buffoonery or crazy talk disrespect of women or disrespect of men that's not what we do over here but we do have real conversations when it pertains to what it's going to take for us to be come more unified within our own psyche or uh, having control of our own minds and how we're going to connect how we can connect with one another to reach status as well we don't have to be worried about a lot of things that we worry about in this world that causes forms of depression and other things that's not healthy for the mind so Sarty, if you want to go from there, I know you hooked in, you linked up. Uh, salute to everybody on the other side, on the other platforms, and salute to everybody that's in the foundation here with us on station, on stereo. Excuse me, I'm about to say station here, but we're gonna get to that another time too. <laughs> that too. How is everyone right. doing tonight? We are on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, and of course on our regular website, www.saltycoffeepodcast.com and www.theicon6.com. We have a special announcement for 2023. We will be doing our talks in our own private AOIO, whatever you want to call 3D studio <laughs> under <laughs> under spatial dot io on the other platforms if uh you are on stereo unfortunately you can't see it unless you're uh, logged in there but we're going to show a small little clip about what that looks like what the lounge is going to look like and i'm hoping that everyone here will 
follow us on Instagram where we show how you can get on. It's for free. Of course, subscription is for free, but it's a way for you to do something different where you can actually hang out with us, like literally in a lounge, <laughs> drinking coffee and stuff like that. So it's not like, whoo-hoo, like something new, of course, is you know, but it's different. And as 50-year-olds, I think I'm excited. I'm excited that we're able to, you know, provide, <laughs> provide something different, something fresh, something new, and not just uh, see our little mouse move. Or if we have a Apple product, you know, you get your little bobbled head or your eyes are blinking. But um, I think it's something different and something new. So um, while that is playing on the Facebook uh, YouTube and Twitch, I want to let the stereo app um, people, I want to thank you. Thank you so much for 2022. It's been great to know all of you. I think um, you guys are amazing. There's a, a whole bunch of podcasters on here who give great content every day and work so hard on getting the, the, the information to all of you for free right? Mm -hmm. um, some of them do have subscriptions, which is fine, but that's because they provide um, either music, beats, or real information about business and, and growing your own businesses. And I think it's important for all of us right now. I want all of you to follow each other and make sure you get to know one another um, while you do that. So tonight we're going to talk a little bit about poverty because we ask ourselves every day, welcome back. We ask ourselves every day, you know, what is poverty? Who defines it? How is it measured? And why is it that we continue to, like, it's growing. It's like something that's growing. And, and we all know that d between the 80s and 2000, like, the gap between the poor and the rich is huge and it keeps growing. So, Absolutely. um, Ron, also known as the icon always says, you know, we should, we should not have to be paying for the basic needs like water, um, air, <laughs> you know, uh, food, <laughs> Really, we shouldn't be paying for food. And I'm talking about natural food, like oranges and fruits and vegetables. But um, one of the things that we learned um, in researching is in the United States, it's measured. There, there are two ways that they measure it under the U.S. Census Bureau. And it includes an official and supplemental estimate of income needed to cover the basic needs. So again, here, here's a social construct called work, <laughs> mm -hmm. called education. And if you were here last week, you would have known that we spoke about, was it last week that we spoke about the New Deal? And, I believe and, it was. And mm -hmm. Yeah. So within the New Deal, all of these new constructs started d during the Depression, right? So... Now we have a Census Bureau telling us that they define poverty based on your income and your whatever it needs to cover the basic needs. Right. What are the basic needs? What are the basic needs? Shelter, right? Air. 
Air. Food. Food. Water. Water. Shelter. Shelter, right. That is our, that is so, our square. That is the foundation for every human being that lives. You need air because you can't go but so many uh, seconds and or minutes without it. Uh, and you was talking about how people are buying airspace, mm-hmm. which is which is a crazy up under this construct. I, I, I want people to really pay attention to what's happening, what's been happening, and what we're coming in, what we're being born into, and what we're being educated by, indoctrinated by, that robs us of our own ability to do for self and utilize this, these, these natural resources that the earth produces and how it's been used against us to control us at the same time. But air, water, food, and shelter, that's what the human being needs. That's what the human being needs in order to function. That's our foundation. So, that's our work. Unfortunately, in this United States of America, at least we can talk about here because we were experienced here, we were born here, we we work here, we live here. We were born through a system where we're stamped as soon as we get out the hospital. Our parents signed this paperwork called a birth certificate. After our birth certificate, when we go to college, we get a driver's license, whatever, we get a passport if we want to travel out. So stamp, 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 we're stamped everywhere. And now we were told you go to school to get good grades, to get a job. Nothing in between there, outside of what we spoke last week about home ec and the family, what was, what was the other one called? The family home structure or sciences? Mm-hmm, the family. Home managing science. I had never heard of that, but you put it up there, but that's what it was. Yeah, so from home ec, it it was turned into a different title, but it really meant the same thing, how to to manage your home. All of these things were created, but let's think about what was happening before these things were created. And why were were these new things created based on what? Because... Let's be real. Somebody said, hey, we can make money. Well, now the government, you know, we're we're going to get together to make sure that we um, implement these taxes so that these systems can function. And we're going to do the functioning. We're going to do the running of this functioning. However, in most cases, and this is where we're going to get at, I want to let everybody know that we when we have our talks, we follow the Black's Law Dictionary. And we try to find some of the words based on how we're having our topic. And the words that we can't find in the Black's Law Dictionary, we go into the Webster Dictionary to see what it says. And then we we mm-hmm. we kind of like look at it like, well, why isn't it in the Black's Law Dictionary? <laughs> mm-hmm. So the Black Law's Dictionary says, and defines poverty as something from the 13th century, right? One, the condition of being indigent, which is, I forgot what that word, poor, meaning poor. Mm-hmm. The scarcity of the means of substances. 
Um, the second definition, dearth of something desirable. And mm. the third definition is, which is primarily what we know it to be, a level of income below the threshold considered necessary to achieve a sufficient standard of living. Mm. That's the mm -hmm. definition of poverty under the Black's Law Dictionary. And, and you can look it up in the Webster's Dictionary, and of course it's going to be totally different because it's going to talk about maybe in some cases it'll talk about, you know, like welfare and and how, why poverty still exists. It will still talk about how the system is created for for it, for you for it not to work for you and for generations after generations to continue into a system of let's say public assistance purposely like this is mm -hmm. known <laughs> that this is why they do it we we saw a little clip on youtube from ted that said yes so an example was let's say you're unemployed right you're unemployed but you're getting government assistance, right? To provide you with the basic needs of your living, right? So you can pay the bills for your basic food, shelter, what Icon just said, what were those basic needs that we need? So now the person found a job and now he's getting a paycheck or she's getting a paycheck. They're getting this paycheck and now the government says, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, you're making a little too much to be eligible for this uh, assistance that we're giving you. So now that person has to make a decision whether working is the right way to go to take care of their family or public assistance. If they take the working side, they now either have to work two jobs to just get the basic needs or they'll say well this is stupid why am i busting my butt working two jobs to just make ends meet when i could just stay under the system and be cool <laughs> and not work right. and that's what mm -hmm. happens generation after generation because the mindset now is like yeah that's what we want you to do we want you to stay there because it will provide jobs for other people <laughs> to process the administrative work it will keep you in, in your spot where you're at forever and ever and ever and your grandchildren and your children. And it's just a repeated cycle. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what they call the poverty trap. We're going to dig into that uh, a little bit more. We got a bubble here. We want to get to this bubble. I, I'm sorry we held you up a little bit, Van Tran, but we want to lay the foundation and we want to give Salty the opportunity to to lay a foundation for us so we can build upon that foundation. So we're gonna dig into we're gonna dig into that because I wanna I really want us to really deal with some of the stuff that we talk about every day when it comes to the controlling factor and why we're losing and why we're passing down generational uh poverty to people to our progeny. Okay. So if it's okay with you we can get this bubble. Go ahead. I would semi-seriously say 
listen to Dave Ramsey's show. He has some solid stuff, I think. I've tried helping people with their poverty. Like, I even gave two, three thousand in the last few months to this lady. And turns out if you give money, it encourages present behavior. And it's a behavior that continues the poverty, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to do because people aren't changing, even if you demand they do, and they get mad at you if you give them money on with conditions. <sighs> Dave Ramsey, maybe he's the solution. <laughs> uh, and thank you, Ben Tran, as always. Thank you. Um, Queen of Wands, Tay, Shonda, um, the young lady with a cute little star. I can't pronounce. I don't know how to read that language, but hello. And Black Casper, hello. And I have a response to that. Mm-hmm. The response to that, Ventrap, is I will definitely look at Dave Ramsey's um, I don't know if he said it was a podcast or a show or a TED Talk, but sure. um, Icon and myself have been talking extensively about donations and what is the best way to provide donations or charitable work or, you know, we we spoke and I'm not sure if it was in this platform, but we had mentioned before how I was trying to at some point go to a homeless shelter for all women to volunteer my time <laughs> to go in there and teach them about investing, about what type of work to look for and which type of work that they're eligible for, that they will be provided with a living wage and benefits, right? I was declined and denied that access. And so I said to myself, okay, if I'm declined this access, there's, there has to be a reason for that. And quite frankly, I came to the conclusion that the reason that is so it's to maintain that system to continue because there are people who are making money out of that. It creates mm-hmm. jobs. It creates a continual generational poverty trap constantly. Mm-hmm. And it will give them more power to control people. That's all it is. Control. And I, and I was very like hurt because it's like wow you're really in control of this stuff right that Mm -hmm. so much so that you're not even letting people to help their own people and i and i understood in certain circumstances there were people that were there to be protected by a predator or you know domestic violence and i get all of that but it could have been on a like a a person monitoring a video because I could have just created a video and they could have just right. sent the video to the person. I could have created a video where I can be in a classroom and they could see me through the video. I didn't even have to go to the building or I didn't even need to know the names of the people. Like this is just basic information that I wanted to give out for free and I was declined. So when when you say that you want to help someone and you feel that the monetary part is 
what's needed. It's not. It's not the monetary. It's the basic information of how to work, how to find work in this system. Because you mm -hmm. really don't need to work. <laughs> you don't want to. But if you want to remove yourself from the basic poverty, right, trap. Because we're, we all think we're poor until we see someone who's really poor, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that was one of the things that I told you that when we have this talk, we need to really be careful when we say poor or poverty. Like poverty to who? Under what measures? In what circumstances? Under what system? Mm -hmm. Because all of us here, we're on this platform right now. You're listening to us, whether it be Facebook, YouTube. You're not poor. Sorry, but you're not. And wait, um, before you, because <laughs> I don't want to lose it. And so when you want to help somebody, right? And let's say you have $1,000 to give away because you're Oprah and you want to tax right off that $1,000. How about you split that $1,000 Take a group of people within a community, right? Take $100 for 10 families and teach them how investment works. Teach them the financial literacy that we none of us know about. Teach them that even though we live in a society that we've been, the social construct and the indoctrination is that we do work. We go to school to go to work. You know, heck, the heck with it. <laughs> Take that $100, give them financial literacy, tell them the best way that even in their neighborhood where they are considered very low to no income, they can still have wealth. And as you always say, Icon, salty coffee, you live it. You do it every day. This is what you do. So instead of just saying, you know what? I have $3,000. I'm going to give it to a family or something like that. Take that $1,000 and split it up and help 10 families. Mm -hmm. You can help 10 families with just $100. And with, with that $100, you're going to teach them how you did it, how you came out, how you are not trapped in the poverty how you're able to take your kids to put them in higher education, how you're able to manage to find resources and open up doors for them to open up their own businesses. How many people don't we know that are immigrants and they come with like, like usually they always say, oh, he only came with $2 and look, he's a multimillionaire now. Well, how does that happen? And you've been in the United States all your life and you still in the poverty trap because you're afraid to go to work because you don't want to work for nobody because it makes no sense to do that. And the paperwork and the red tape and all of that is just nonsense. We can listen to that message and then you can go ahead and respond. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I don't even know what I was thinking about, but I'll I tell you what, I'm always ready to go though. I bet you that. So, mm -hmm. um, but I think what no, you had I'm, still, I'm still upset about that. That's why. I mean, and 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 we and we and we should be. I think more of us should be upset at the fact that um, we're watching a system 
deny people access to information that we've uh, sacrificed much to learn and to gain. And when you really and when you really have a heart to want to see other people thrive uh, and have access to those very things uh, as an advocate or activist uh, doing this work, it, it, it does cause frustration. It does cause you to be upset. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, we maintain our level of discipline so that we can continue to do the work uh, right. because we're going to re reach the people irregardless of who's trying to stop it. The main thing is when we do reach the people or we have the platforms as we do to talk to the people, it becomes a matter of, of through these conversations, can we get to a place as as individuals speaking and the ones that's listening to be able to look at these, to take the time to look at these constructs as it's being communicated? Because that's what we're trying to expose everybody to, uh, the ideals that brought all of this into existence in the first place. We need to know about the system that we live up under. We need to know about those who constructed it. We need to know what their aims and objective was so that we can understand why we don't have control and some do. And that 1% that you hear people talk about, the most wealthiest people in the world that uh, control everything and run the world, how did they be? How did they get pushed to the position to be the orchestrators and have the authorities to do what they do when the masses of the people don't. And even though we we make we make some strides and we accomplish things, it's still not enough to eradicate these things called poverty, um, irregardless to where you're at. Because what we're gonna find out in this conversation is that uh, when when Salty said, "You never know how poor you is until you really meet a poor person." Uh, and that's what I wanted to touch, but we're going to hit this bubble and then we'll get into that. All right. Peace and love. <clears throat> Excuse me. Peace and love to the panel. Peace and love to your listeners. Um, I'm over here like, yes, that's what they need, Salty Coffee, because as a homeless uh, parent or survivor, uh, being in the homeless shelters and seeing ver verbatim what happens... I believe they, a lot of folks are against what you're doing because all of the good resources. Some of the employees keep those resources for themselves. They treat mm -hmm. you like they are personally giving it to you, just like the mm -hmm. welfare system. Mm -hmm. They look down upon you for being in your situation, and they hold the shit for themselves. So you are definitely needed. Um I wanted to volunteer as well because uh, I overcame it and I see that from the inside living there how it works. Absolutely. And salute to that, to my, uh, to my sister Queen of Wands and the whole family over there, Akashic, and the family over there. Um, though, I mean, that's a great point uh, that, she, that, that, that Queen makes. Um, you do have people that, that treat these resources as their own. Um, and the sad, the sad thing about that, when we talk about control, that word control, let mm -hmm. that sink into your mind. We are controlled in various ways. We're controlled. And anytime that the spirit of truth, right, when it enters into your mind and it flows and it shows you what it is in real time and then give you the give you the presence of mind and the mechanics to 
cut ties with this false reality, this false reality, and they start to help you, helping you to understand how to identify the players and who is being passed the baton because there are generations of people, right, that continue to hold, right, the power, and it's not the masses of the people that they, they can create through these institutions or uh, uh, places where people can be denied, right, access to what they need. And one of the things that I really, really pay attention to, I don't want to have to ask nobody for anything when it comes to these institutions in the government, though I have the right to do so because up under their system, I pay taxes, right? We all do in some form or fashion. So the very things that I'm being denied or they're trying to keep me away from is things that I'm paying for through your system, which I shouldn't be paying for at all. The basic things that I need in life that I can work for myself or, right, formulate networks, create communities where we can pool our resources, take our skills, take our talents and our gifts, our God-given gifts, compile them together and bankroll anything that we want to do, but we need access to the land, which we call Mother Earth that produces for us everything that they have that they charging us for, that the Most High gave us for free. See, that's what I really have a problem with. Why aren't, why aren't we creating communities why aren't we creating communities to offset? These are some of the things I believe you want to walk into the classroom and give the people the information. The information on how to do that. You have to understand that your mind really was hijacked from a baby. They took control of us from when we was babies. Unless you were born to parents that knew what this construct was, like most of, most of us, we was born into this sin and shaped by this iniquity. Poverty for us in the United States is way different from those in third world countries. Me and my brother was talking about this over the weekend. He's ex-military. He's traveled the world. And he's been to some of these places. And for those who traveled the world and have been to some of these places that they call third world countries, we know that those people live way different than us. But when you start to compare in the United States, the land of milk and honey, as they say, if you do not possess the economic means, right, to get the bare necessities, they created these, these welfare systems, right, which was supposed to be designed to help the people, but in turn, we see what it has done. In some cases, yes, because we do need to eat. But what it does, it robs you of your own ability to do something for self. You're supposed to have access to this land. When we had the bothering, when the bothering system to be able to trade real goods, not imagine, uh, uh, imaginary paper that came out of somebody's mind. I can get a piece of paper and place a value on it and say, this is what it's going to take to get five apples. It's going to take you, these apples are worth $3. Here's the $3 that I created out of my own head, uh, 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 a piece of paper, 
place the value on it. This is a dollar. In order to get the real good, you're going to need three of these because the value of it is a dollar. When the earth produced it for free, all we had to do was go out there and pick it and or cultivate the land because it's going to grow. It's going to grow on its own. So when you're robbed of that ability, what we call poverty in this country is when you can't afford to go get you a Mercedes. When you can't afford to go get you some Michael Kors, when you can't afford to take your kids to Disney World, when you can't afford to take your kids to McDonald's or Burger King. So what what they what they said, what they saying really is if you don't have the means to access the materialism that we have here, you're considered poor. When you see a person riding around in a car that that's barely making it, it's what the first thing you say, I don't want that raggedy car. The car is a means of transportation. That's that's what it's made for. It's transportation. But we get stuck on how it looks. We don't get stuck on the principle how to get from A to B. We get stuck on the look. Because a Mercedes is associated with wealth. So if you don't have a Mercedes or you don't have a Bentley or you don't have a BMW or you don't have something that appeals to what we've been taught is supposed to be what's happening. That's this what the, the make and model. Look, ooh, look how sleek it is. But if I was to get in a, a gremlin, they had a car back in the day called a gremlin. And, and I don't know, for those that's that's old enough to know what that is or uh, what's the name of that other car? A Pinto. If you've seen a Pinto today, and you had to make a choice between the new, the newer cars, you would pick the newer car because you would say the Pinto is ugly or the Gremlin is ugly, right? So when you can't access those things in this country, not even talking about the basic necessity like food, because they created those things to do what? Keep you and I as a dependent. We'll give you welfare. We want to feed you. We want you to be dependent on us. We don't want you to know how to go out to the land to understand how to find a fertile soil so you can plant seed and let the earth grow for you what you need. What we'll do, we'll put McDonald's in Publix there. That was the trade-off. Who owns the Publix? <laughs> Who owns the, the McDonald's? Who owns uh, these, these, these eateries and places that we, that we put in our mouth and, and stomach in their control for the sake of the numerical value of a created fiat called money and what have you. So this is what we talk about in America as being poor. People in this country do have resources that they can go through. This is what Salty was talking about. But they created it for the express purpose to make us dependent upon them and not have an ideal in our mind to go out and get something for ourselves. Because why? They don't came and just outright took the land that they didn't bring here and that they can't take with them when they gone. So they created these systems to take ownership of something that they can never own. And the people have been shaped by these ideals and we don't even have a clue that we supposed to have a right to it too. So we are dependent on them and they live out of status having all the control and we have to go to them to ask for these basic things. And in order for us to get them, they are telling us you must get into the slave market. Mm -hmm. 
because that's what job is. Job is a slave market for other people. If you don't create the business, and that's what we're going to talk about too, formulating business for yourself. But I'm going to stop right there. Go ahead, Salty. Yeah, no, I think um, I was thinking <laughs> that, you know, when you kept saying McDonald's and, and you already know, as soon as they put a Starbucks in your neighborhood, it's all downhill from there. And then they, they justify it as gentrification and blah, blah, blah. But um, I can't remember what it was that I was watching. I think it was the, the show, the new show Kindred, where, mm-hmm. um, you know, the young ladies is current time but she goes back in time she finds her mom and the the land owner in i guess during slavery tells this uh person uh the slave person that he's gonna give him all this land and the slave person looked at him and said this land is destroyed like what are you talking about why would you want to give me this (laughs) this piece of shit of land and it's like he was acting like he was doing something great for him. So mm-hmm. those are the things that I feel that we need to like pay attention to. Um, we had a talk earlier on another platform where I explained and described how when you work for a corporation, you know, you're thinking that, you know, not only in salary wise, but you're thinking, man, they have great benefits. This is what it is. And the reality of those benefits that you may obtain in when you get hired in this corporation had to do more so with the people who were there before you in advocating to have those benefits there. So I want people to understand that when you start a job and you get these benefits, Ask yourself, why are these benefits here? Who created them? When they created? And is it really coming from the corporation? Because I'm going to tell you right now, 99.9% is not from the corporation. It's from the people who work there, who united themselves to make sure that that was either implemented on those positions collectively as, as a unit, whether that be nurses, teachers, you know, wherever you work in, in a place where there's a number, a group of people who think alike. So I want people to think the same way in their own communities, within their own district or whatever county you live in. How can you collectively with your neighbors identify the issues that you're experiencing, how to fight back without really fighting and killing each other, and how to to start thinking of ways to like really get into the system to say enough is enough. We're we're not going to have this poverty trap. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how, because I I am in the hood and I, and I could see who is isolated. I could see who's scared. I could see that a lot of people get frustrated and they just leave. And I no longer know, you know, where they go. But um, these kids are lost. These young kids who 
either had parents that were dysfunctional or lost. Um, there's a lot of kids who are influenced very easily into following the what we call the norms. And I think um, as adults in paying it forward, because it, I had people, I was fortunate to have people to pay it forward for me. And this is what is frustrating to me because um, I don't know how many other people, the people who, who mentored me about finances, about the system, the structure, the workplace, how etiquettes on that and, and what to do to make sure that you can retire early or you can maintain and sustain your job and your rights. Because we all have rights, whether we have a contract, a union contract or not, well, there's, we still have rights. And you and I spoke about that briefly um, mm -hmm. today. But I'm hoping that with this conversation, we're going to go into communism, socialism, and capitalism, which we also thought it was interesting that the word communism and socialism is not in the Blacks Law Dictionary, but capitalism was. So these are the things that we, um, Icon and myself do, where we sit down, pick these words, go into the Blacks Law. I, you know how many people, so I did a survey, and at a, at, right here on Stereo, and for those in the other platforms, leave a comment and tell me if you ever heard of the Blacks Law Dictionary. If you have heard, on, for those on stereo, if you have heard of the Black Laws Dictionary, give a heart. If you never heard of the Black's Law Dictionary, give an angry face or throw snowballs, whatever you want to do. But for those of you on the other platforms, feel free to leave a comment and tell me if you ever heard. The Black's Law Dictionary, they're up to the 12th edition. And... Mm -hmm. It's about 200 and something dollars. Um, it's very difficult. Okay, so people on stereo have heard of it. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I know I got A. Leon Priest in, 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 in the building. Um, okay, so I know out, of, out yeah. of everybody on stereo, A. Leon Priest has heard of it. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Absolutely. But, yeah, so, you know, those are the things that, Icon and myself, we when we have our own private conversations, and sometimes we're like, "Man, this should have been recorded." <laughs> Absolutely, because this is this is what we talk about. We talk about real things every day, and we talk about how are we going to implement the conversations that we've had during the week to share it with you guys, and and we come up with ways of how you can um, start thinking differently and start looking at how you're gonna influence so shonda lulu says no she's never heard of the black's law dictionary mm -hmm. so i want you to um search if you if you're in a college already you have access to the library take advantage of the library and not just follow the curriculum for your courses Think outside the box from your curriculum and ask yourself what you're not being taught mm -hmm. so like for instance if you're in political science or even myself i was in a course called race relations and they talked about social construct and they talked about but they didn't talk about how to apply that to the reality 
I was an adult in, in that course. I was in my 30s. Why are we talking about this book that you created, Professor? And let's talk about it in real time. Let's, let's, let's talk about the social construct that you're talking about in this race relation book. Um, I, how to identify it with a magnifying glass and everything. The cover looked great. The book was $150. And when I, I, me personally, as an adult, I didn't want to return any of my books. But now I see like they're worthless. They're worthless because none of those books, even though it opened my eyes to learn something about the system that I'm in, it really didn't help me apply it. And what helped me apply it is my way of thinking now, based on what I learned, and working at this institution for 32 years. So let me say this, um, in, in, in reference to that, in everything that, that, that we're trying to establish here, with the brilliant minds that surround us and the, and the men and women that's putting in the work and bringing uh, information to the table to enlighten people, we we know that America, or we should know, and if we don't know, that's why we're here to have these conversations. We live in a capitalistic society, right? Everything is about business. America in and of itself is a corporate structure. Everything that we do here in this country is about that bottom line. I don't care what institution you go to, whether that's uh, the uh, institutions of learning that we call our education systems, whether it's the economic systems, whether it's the religious systems, whatever system that you can imagine, it's about that bottom line. Who controls the bottom line? Who influenced the mind to gravitate to certain things? Because again, we're given the opportunity to create businesses. Anything can be turned into a business. We didn't create the systems. We were born into the system. And as Sarty said, when you go to school and you're getting books that don't really tell you how to implement or give you the right way from a positive position on how to become a master when you discover that's what's happened, then you discover that those who gave you all of this and sold you this dream and actuality wanted to maintain and continue to have you up under this slave position where your hands are tied, your feet are tied, and you have a, a crown of thorns on your head, confusion. You see, I was talking to Salty the other day about you know, the Christ. I'm not going to get religious, but I want to just take this symbolism. Here's a man that was a savior that was nailed to a cross. They put a, he's, he, 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 he say, they say he was supposed to be a king, right? They marked it. They marked this individual, this, this person that some know as Jesus from the Christian community and other communities, right? But I want to show you how this applies to us because that's symbolism, right? 
when you look at that cross in and of itself, you have a vertical and a horizontal line. That horizontal represents your animal self, your 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 your, your basic animal self, your instincts into how nature is. That vertical is your spiritual and mental self. If you look at that cross, right, there are sections in that cross at 90 degree angles. There are four of them. If you go to the heart of that cross and those cross sections, those little V's right there, they are formed. Those are 90 degree angles. That's 300. Four times 90 is 360 degrees. We need to know how to bring heaven and earth together, meaning your mind. We have to be uh, uh, on, on our square standing um, vertical, meaning upright. Upright. The only way you can become upright, you have to be exposed and connected to truth. You need to know and understand what nature provides to us in truth because there are laws in nature that govern everything that exists, the very atoms that make us who we are. Everything outside of what nature produces and gives to us in education is a man-made construct designed for the purpose of whoever created the construct to benefit itself and its progeny. That's why we have classes of people, poor, middle class, wealthy. The, the poor people fighting to get in the middle class, the middle class fighting to get in the, <laughs> the wealthy class. Right? Or somewhere in between there. Somewhere. Why? Because we've been conditioned and programmed that in order to have the best, who said, who said Mercedes was the best? Who said it? Who said Gucci was the best? Who said Michael Kors was the best? Who said a, a diamond encrusted necklace is the best? Who gave us that kind of thinking? And, and matter of fact, who benefits from us even, even, even viewing it that way in the first place? I don't own no diamond mines. I'm not the holder of the Gucci, uh, the Gucci title and deeds. They families are. So in turn, you create a system, right? You create these classes of people. You give it value, but you don't give the principal thing or connect the people to it, which we don't have no idea. So we become subjects to it. So we have masters over us. Gucci masters us. Hmm? NBA masters us. NFL masters us. Just because you walk into a, 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 a Ivy League college and you see a person go to a, because I heard Sardi telling somebody about um, the benefits of going to a state college as opposed to an Ivy League. You got to think about these things. What's really going on here? That crown of thorns that was on that Christ figure, that's the confusion. That's why when you look into the society and you don't see us unified, how can you unify when you don't even understand who you are and the power that's in you, that's in me, that's in us? We confused. We don't even know what the hell we are. We, we, we transform into everything around us except for what we really are. We are beings of light. We are energy. 
We just like the trees and the, and, the, and the other living things here, except for we have the capacity because we're supposed to be the guardians over all of this. But some have tapped into it and they've seen a way to control and manipulate nature. That's what happened when they created, when they made a slave. They tapped into its nature. They tampered with the nature the abilities to be human and turned us into savages and turned us into robots pretty much. And if you think I'm lying, all you have to do is stop sometime and look at the things that you influenced by. Why is it so important for me to have all this materialism? Because I live in America. I live in a capitalistic society and it's about that bottom line. The bottom line is fictitious. It was made out of thin air, but it controls the real. Currency, contracts, or whatever medium that we use for the real goods, it has become our God. It has. And we worship it, but we don't control it. Who controls it? Who controls it? We got one in the chamber, Salty. If you want to get to it, if you have something you want to add on or further yeah, enlighten we have one. Yeah, we have one in the chamber. We're going to listen to it. And I want you to really get into the communism, socialism, and capitalism within the conversation. Um, or um, are you going to do it, you know, individually? I just want you to, because you mentioned a couple of things within the this past um, uh, conversation where we could have easily put it in, in there, but... Um, yeah, let's get to the message. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just I just want, you know, I want um us to keep time to track of time. Okay. Grand evening to you, Miss Salty Coffee. How are you? Grand evening to you, Mr. Icon. Hope all is well. Also, grand evening to all the ladies and gentlemen inside the chamber. I'll be quietly sitting off in the corner listening in to the topic of discussion that's being conducted inside this chamber. And if I'm compelled to speak at any given point in time, you'll definitely hear from me. Salute to you, Lady uh, Lady Bomber. Um, Hello, Lady Bomber. How are you? Mm -hmm. Happy Sunday. <laughs> you you so, know what I want you to do? Read off, read of off that, that communism, that communism and socialism words that we've heard, at least we should have heard, uh, within the system. Can you read those off? Because I know time so, is of the essence. Yeah, and just to reiterate, the words communism and socialism was not in the sixth edition of the Black's Law Dictionary. Um, and but capitalism is, but we're gonna read communism of the Webster Dictionary. Uh, mm. and 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 I want people to start thinking when they hear the word communism, what's the first thing that pops up in your head? In most cases, it's Fidel Castro or Cuba, because that's the most uh recent um, I guess, examples that we can give, correct? Um but there's a lot of us who actually confuse socialism with communism or um, we do identify as communism being the total opposite of the, the removal of capitalism. So the Webster Dictionary says communism is a system in which goods are owned in common and are available to all as needed. A theory advocating elimination of private property. And 
then they go into like capitalized, but I want to leave it as those two for now mm-hmm. based on our conversation. So I can repeat it again if you need me to. Um, but well, it was it was not found in the Black's Law Dictionary. And this is the most, uh, I guess, Webster, Webster Dictionary is kind of common. Um, the Meridian Webster. So um, you and I had a discussion about communism and we spoke about Cuba. We spoke about what I had learned as a child, what the dangers were. Like I always thought Cuba was a dangerous place. It was a, you know, this, what we're taught, you know, Um, Russia, you know, or anything like that. Those are places you do not want to go to. You don't want to visit. It's, it's not for you. And as an adult learning the Karl Marx theory, um, it really like threw, threw me off because I'm like, okay, so if college higher education students are learning about the Karl Marx and the Lenin um, theories, then how is it that we're not really living under communism? Like, mm. I get the whole thing about... Um, you know, a theory advocating eliminating a private property. Based on what you've usually have said on here, we're supposed to, the earth was not meant to be privatized, right? Commercialized, privatized, and owned by anybody. Right. Mm -hmm. So how is it that we're not living under the communism theory, you know, but then again, it says the theory of advocating elimination of private. So it's just a theory, right? Right. Because in actuality, yeah. In actuality, no. socialism, communism, and capitalism, they have a thread that run through them that I've identified. They really basically the same, and they all do business with each other. And when you look at, uh, based upon definition of what communism is or socialism is, um, these factors where it, it where it talks about dictatorships or whatever, in all of these, in all of these, um, uh, 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 these three, socialism, communism, and capitalism they all possess dictators. There's classism in all of it. Somebody's, somebody has to run the show. They just break it down in different ways to do the same damn thing. That's control of the people. There is no equity in any of it. And all three of those work together. These systems work together because the presidents, the dictators, and, and what, what have you, however it's constructed, they do business together. To control the the true assets or the natural assets or the natural resources. Anything that we can get in the way of, of, of information coming from them is never going to be the right information. These are dreams and medleys of dreams. They are illusions. And it's easy to pull that over on people who have been indoctrinated from birth right through these systems of 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 
of what they call education or information, brainwashing, indoctrination, or uh, really is what it is. So we're already primed to accept slavery to these dictators and to these presidents and to these kings who are people just like us. Again, we don't have to we don't have to over intellectualize anything. We just need common sense. That's it. The ancestors left us a lot of information. But those that know that, they had to come up with a scheme to block off light. Light is truth. There is truth in some of this information that we're getting from some of the people that's on here that do the research. Common sense says that the people have to find a way to tap into their humanity to connect to one another because the very people that run the world, they're using us to do it. They're using us to do it. Why aren't we using us to do it? That's the question I have. Why aren't so, we using us to do it? So it's interesting that you say that because I looked up Fidel Castro and it says that he's not a dictator. He was a revolutionist. Mm -hmm. But then right. here is Trujillo, who was a dictator in Dominican Republic. And Dominican Republic at that time was not a communist um, country. So, mm -hmm. again, um, let's get to these messages. But this is where... I don't want people to get confused. Right. I mean, one thing I will say about communism, and I say this all the time, communism cannot come through the front door. And when you really look at communism at its core, one of the biggest things that they do is they strip you of your religion. They, they rip you of your spirituality, you having that connection to God, however you refer to the higher power of the creator. Because in, in communism, the state is your God. And anything other than that, if you have a connection to the higher power, communism cannot have its grip. Also, it relies on vertical relationships where you basically are looking to authority for all of your questions and answers. Whereas what we do, like what we're doing right now, this is a horizontal relationship. And thank you. Thank and you, with horizontal you. relationships, that's like you speaking to your next door neighbor or that friend down the street, what have you. You're not going necessarily to an authoritative figure right off the rip. So that's where communism loses its power because they have to be able to control information. They have to control every aspect of your life, even down to where you move and where you walk. It's like that whole thing regarding papers, please. Like it's very much, it's like you literally are in like an open air prison, really. Absolutely. Right. Abs and, this and that's, is the power and, and again, Right. And again, how is it that in Dominican Republic, you had a dictator who was literally doing that same thing, but it wasn't under a communist country? So I, I think when we look at definitions, it's more important to look at the real deal. <laughs> um, and again, I, I mentioned this. I'm not sure if it was here today or before 
you know, when we go to these higher education academic places and we're getting the information, I, I wonder how they do their qualitative research because really, I, I would want to know who are they researching and who are they speaking to that creates the, the, the data or the research, or whatever. But um, in Dominican Republic, there was a dictator who removed religious. Um, women had no rights to do anything other than get married and be a wife. And there was uh, an elimination of all colored uh, Dominican uh, people. So, again, um, I will have to, like, really find out whether around that time, if, if Fidel Castro was a revolutionist and not a dictator, but it was, Cuba was being run as a communist, as a communist uh, country, you know, I, I guess... I haven't done any extensive research on Cuba because, again, we were told you didn't have to learn anything about that because, of course, they don't want us to know unless you that's your study, you know. But mm -hmm. do you want to get into socialism? Uh, I, I know it's 10 or 4. I know the, the yeah. objective tonight was to go to 10 o'clock. Um, that's fine. I mean, we, I we have six people, so we can still uh, talk a little bit more. That's fine. Mm -hmm. That's fine. And, um, and we yeah. have some in um, the other platform, so we don't need to cut it off right away if there's people that are uh, a little bit more um, in tune with the conversation. I want to say this uh, to, to Lady Bomber's point. Uh, the, way she, the way she articulated that and broke it down, I, I, I love the simplicity because it it does again it doesn't you don't have to be a genius to understand what's going on you just have to have the presence of mind and to have the presence of mind there has to be a cutoff from these things that we have been bombarded with that takes up all of our time and takes up all of our attention we don't we don't give uh, way to the things that we need to be giving way to to help us understand the reality of what is that we can decipher what's real and what's not right so information is pertinent to this whole thing. We 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 have to make the time. Some people say, I don't have time. No, we do have the time. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's just making time to come to to come to rooms like this, uh, and rooms like those like A and N, uh, and uh, those that you can identify with people that's talking about the actual um, cutting of ties from this world to come into a true form of consciousness to free yourself. And again, the system is already here. The question becomes, what information do you need now to navigate within the system? Because un until you can create one of your own, you're gonna be up under one, but you and I need to know how to navigate in the system that already exists. Right. Where you can be in the world, but not be of the world. Our ancestors left us some heavy, heavy stuff on how to navigate these terrains in any era of time. Systems are built and systems fall. We're not learning. We're not learning from 
his story or the stories of our ancestors. We're not. They have a they have these magicians have created these illusions for us. Again, when you start from a baby into your adulthood, if if, if someone doesn't intervene, it's hard to bring these simple truths to a table to give to a mind that has been designed with antibodies, mental antibodies to attack the truth. That's what's happening. They have put look go again, go back and watch the movie The Matrix when they talk about the, the agents in the in the sentinel that those little machines that they were sending out trying to find the Nebuchadnezzar and what have you. Nebuchadnezzar is kind of crazy that they put that in there, but how what right within your own psyche they have put up defense systems to attack the truth. Our power has to come through our unity based off the truth and the understanding of the natural order of things, the, the, the nature and the laws that govern it and govern us. Because right now, man and woman is the only creatures on the planet that's having the problems that we have and then we create problems for the other animals or living beings or beings of life on this planet. And these same human beings or so-called human beings by construct and titles, some have found a way to elevate and step up through manipulation and tricks and lies and subjugate the rest of the family, which is us. And then there comes a time where those of us through circumstances, my circumstances in that federal prison for 28 years, put me directly in line with what this was. So I don't take this for granted. The claim of fame that all of these constructs have is that they know how to manipulate us to the point that they create military. And again, my family are military people. Our brothers and sisters, mothers and fathers, cousins, nieces and nephews, uncles and uncles that go into the military service, these are real people with real lives, they loving people, and they believe in patriotism. We fight for these ideas that we call freedom, but some of us, we're not privy to what's really happening behind these, these beasts in human form and what they got going on. You hear me? Understand me. So our, our family members are being used, whether that's in the police force, or whether that's just us out here killing each other. We kill our own military. We don't, we don't have nothing to protect us, the people. That's why they don't, they, they're not afraid of Icon coming up here, Salty Coffee coming up here, or anybody from a and We come with the truth. This It's easy for them to silence us. That's what they did to Martin Malcolm X. That's what they did to Martin Luther King. That's what they did to Mega Evans and a host of people that we don't even know of. It's the what they are afraid of is the formation of us as people and having the ability to overcome these fears of dying. They use fear against us the people, tricks, lies, and manipulation against us as people. And there's a lot of men in the military and women in the military that have come to discover that they was used that way. 
when they had real good intentions, man, to do something that was positive and protect the, the rights of the people here. But we have a government that set up, whether it's socialism, communism, or capitalism, all of them are the damn same to me. Because all of them do business together. It's the people. It's always going to be about the people. Always. We got one in the chamber. Go ahead, Salty. It's why in a lot of, of your communist countries, they mm -hmm. control the information that comes in and they really restrict any information getting out of what they do in these countries. Like there was, there's even a documentary on someone who had went to North Korea and before they even got on their departing flight from where they from their point of origin, I, I want to say it was somewhere in the United States, they already had what the in and this is I don't know if Cuba has this or Venezuela has this, but North Korea has this, and they're called minders. That's literally what they're called, and they're basically sent by the North Korean government. So basically, like they're already telling them, like, this is what you do when you come here. And they almost try to give you information about North Korea before you even get there. Come on, Lady Bomb. That's what we're here Absolutely. for. Yeah. Real discussion. Real discussion. This is real stuff in real time. And um, I'm so thankful for the heavy hitters that's in the room, man. Like, um, it, it, it does my heart good. Uh, one of the things I'm asking, I'm gonna give it to you, Salty, because I know I talk, I, you know, I get long winded, but this is, again, this is very <laughs> passionate for me. Uh, I know. again, I don't think, I don't take these conversations for granted because we have people that's dying out here because we don't know. Mm -hmm. When I was up under, when I was up under that construct heavily, I was doing destructive things to myself and destructive things to my people and people because it's not even about color. Color is a construct. It's an idea. Just like names and, and, the, and these titles that we go up under that were meant to divide us. You can, you can conquer people if you can separate them. I can slap you with an open hand and maybe with the, with the velocity and force, I might can knock you out. But if I ball my fist up, I'm almost guaranteed if I can hit you with the information I know with, of, 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 of certain points on your head to hit you, I can knock you out with a closed fist. We won't close the fist. We separate it like an open hand. When you bring them fingers together and slap somebody, see, it's different. But you got to know how to use what you have. And we're not utilizing each other for the right things. We utilize each other based off negative programming. And everything is a damn competition to us and between us. Man against woman, woman against man, black against white. You bringing all these damn fictitious ass titles together to do what? Keep a crown of thorns on our head. See, Jesus is walking today and it ain't somebody that's in the Bible. It's you and I. I'm Jesus, you Jesus. We confused. They put a crown of thorns on our heads. They nailed our hands to a cross. Why? Because you don't want us to do nothing for ourselves. You want us 
to do something for you. And if we don't want to work for you, you nail our hands so we can't use our hands to make and mold and do stuff for us. You nail his feet to the cross because you don't want him to have mobility to move throughout the land that belongs to us to travel and meet our family all over this planet and use the resources on the earth. If we're not walking for you and, and moving in a way for you or for the construct and those that hold the deeds and the titles to the construct, you nail our feet to the ground that we can't move. You don't want us to know about our royalty, our inheritance. Our inheritance is the earth. I don't give a damn about Mercedes. I don't give a damn about BMW. If I get one, fine. BMW don't make me who I am. What makes me me is my character and make and my association to truth and the natural order of things that I can respect life, period. Anything outside of that is a damn construct. And that's what's holding us back, people. That's what's holding us back. We got two in the chamber. Let's get to it. I'm up. Uh, listen, I'm up now. Icon is up. All bets are off. Let's go. Also, um, and this is to Mr. Icon, and I want to bring this to your attention. I don't know if you've heard of a man by the name of Manning Johnson. And mm -hmm. Manning Johnson, he was a black he was a black man, and he was actually a communist throughout the 1930s. And what made him break away from from the from the Communist Party was the Hitler-Stalin Pact of 1939. And if you want to mm -hmm. look research that, you can definitely research into it further, the Hitler-Stalin Pact of 1939. But from that point on, up until 1959, he would actually be a communist whistleblower. And he was also part of that Red Scare. And believe it or not, he was actually a direct threat to the civil rights agenda. That's the other thing that most people don't know. And I don't, and this is, like I said, this is not like me trying to trigger anybody. But if you read his book, Color, Communism, and Common Sense, you'll understand why. Appreciate you so much. Lady also, Mama. when you get a chance, um, and this is to Mr. Icon, when you have some downtime, you go on YouTube and it's his only recording. It's literally his only recording, and this was in Seattle, Washington, 1959, and they call it the 30-minute farewell address. I would definitely listen to it for your own edification. Again, between his book, Color, Communism, and Common Sense, which was put out in 1958, the year before he actually was killed. He was killed in 1959. I think it was in the summer of 1959 he was killed, but definitely Research that book as well as the 30 minute farewell address. Absolutely. And I want to bring something to the attention of what Lady Bomber just said. Killed. He was killed, murdered. Why do they fear the truth? Don't they know that you can't kill the truth? You might can you might can, you know, damage the body. But you haven't found a way to kill energy. <laughs> you can't do it. Don't you know that energy in and of itself, this mystery called even electricity. See, the truth is something that you can't, you can't get your hands around. See, they know their time is limited. But what they're not understanding is the more you suppress people, the more you do the things that you do, the more you're going to wake them up. 
That's how you're going to destroy your own self. And I'm talking to those who are in power. I already understood when I went through my situation, according to what we know death is supposed to be, that's when the, the energy leaves this body or that which causes this physical body to be animated is separated from that. I ain't never going nowhere. You ain't never going nowhere. We are beings, beings of energy. We are tied to the truth in that way. That's why they don't want you to know the truth. See, the truth don't make you a coward. The truth don't make you afraid. Even though fear may enter, the truth gives you the mechanism to overcome it. Case in point, look at our men and women in the military. Let me tell you why I respect the, those in the uh, military so much. Let me tell you why. Not just because my family are military people. A lot of men in my family, they went for my granddaddy coming on down. They went up in there. Our ancestors, we did that. We are a warrior people. I'm going to tell you something. By birthright, by birthright, every black man or so-called black man, you are a warrior by nature. But we are warriors in connection to truth that we are humble at the same time. We don't just kill for nothing. Something has to enter the mind to make us do something other than what nature dictates to us. Other than that, we are peaceful people. The enemy knows that. The reason I give so much respect to our men and women in the military is because of how, not just because how they're trained to get to a level, right? To overcome certain fields and know what to do in combat. They put their life on the line. Not because of what people are doing behind the closed door, because they really believe that they're doing something in service of the people. Right? So anybody that will lay their life down, you can't kill me but one time. But you can never kill the truth. Never. So do we really have time to be playing these games, starting these fictitious wars with one another? Letting them come up with every construct, dictating the narrative on who you're supposed to be. I would never listen to somebody that did never, never taught me right or treat or, or treated me right. I'm gonna put my life in your hands. You gonna tell me how I supposed to value life, how I supposed to approach relationships, when everything that you don't create is about your bottom line, your principles to keep you lifted. You can't tell me a damn thing about how I'm supposed to live. The truth don't show me what to do in this construct so I can be in the world and not be of the world. They will murder people. These are things are documented, and that's what they use fear. But just like they train our brothers and sisters in the military to go hard, and we lose good people. We lose good people, young men and women. And, and, and older men and women that go give service for the idea of freedom, justice, and equality when ain't none in this goddamn country, for real. We ain't living in a fantasy, people. This is not Hollywood. This is real life. This is real life. And no, stereo is not just the app for shits and giggles all the time. We got serious people that's looking at this world in a serious way. So yeah, I thank you, Lady Bomber, 
for your sacrifices and for your time. And yes, I'm going to hit the replay and go back and get the name because I already know that they feel. Right now, they ain't attacking me because I ain't really reaching the masses like I'm going to reach them. But you cannot destroy the truth. And trust and believe these conversations are being kept in a chest. They'll be heard in the future. What do you want your legacy to be? That you was a booty clapper? That you was out here being a hoe? Because that's what the construct turned us into. Animals, they keep you on your animal plane. Because they can master and domesticate an animal. They do it every day with dogs, pigs, cats, hamsters, and human beings. Or do you want to be a master? Our power is in us. And it starts with yourself, which is your first order of business. That's what they don't want you to know. When you go into these institutions, you're supposed to walk into an institution as a master, not a servant and not a slave. That's what we're trying to elevate to. How do we get there? And this is how we get there, because we ain't holding nothing back. We know what what the what the role is for those that stand up and tell the truth. We've seen it. Fear may enter the heart, but I guarantee you the truth going to give you a way to overcome it. Because you still got to do this work. All of us. Go ahead, Salty. Thank you. Thank you, Lady Bomber, for the information. Um, I'll make sure I'll keep track of it to let Icon know and remind him of the names. I wrote it down. Um, mm -hmm. but I know you still listen to the replay. I want to thank everyone who stopped by this evening. Again, this is every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. We are also available on Facebook under our business pages, Salty Coffee and the Icon Boss 6. We're also on YouTube and Twitch. And of course, we're on our own websites, www.theicon6.com and www.saltycoffeepodcast.com. Every Sunday, we are trying to do something fun <laughs> for the holidays, but we are so, this is us. Like, this is what we talk about every day. We try to help people every day. So we talked about poverty, and this is just a summary of what we spoke about today, beginning at nine. We define poverty in New York State, what it, what it means, and who defines it and who measures it. And I want um, people to think about if you're going to give donations or if you're going to give charity, think very clearly and very closely of how you're doing that. If you're doing it through a third party, find out if the the how that works with with how you're doing it. I, I mean, I, I mentioned this before. I don't give gifts to children give children the gift that keeps on giving which is financial literacy which is helping their parents to learn financial literacy and how to find resources so that they can stop the poverty trap um and i think we need to do a little bit more i feel for me i need to do a little bit more on lobbying on the situation where I attempted to visit a homeless shelter for women and tried to help them in getting resources and getting resources on how to, you know, get a job, 
if you're going to get a job, what the benefits look like and what those benefits for them to have a, a living wage, you know, not just a job, but for them to learn about what resources are available when they're telling them no, because you're making too much and you're not eligible for this. That is nonsense. That is not the truth. And the lobbying part would be why aren't, why isn't advocate, advocate people, why is it that we're being denied to come into these spaces to help women, like really help them? Not just giving their children gifts for the holidays because they can't afford it, but to give them the gift that keeps on giving, which is information, resources, and how to get out of the poverty trap. Good evening to you, Icon, Salty Coffee, rest of listeners. It's Joe Betta, just tuning in for the first time. It's fairly new to stereo. I like what I'm hearing. And uh, I commend you guys, your passion and what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. I'll continue to listen. Joe Better. Absolutely. Salute to you, Joe Better. Uh, welcome. Um, it's, it's always good. To, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm always very um, appreciative when I see brothers come into the room. I just met you and I'm just hearing your voice. In, in, you know, I can hear certain things in people's voices, and I love to see brothers come and and and, and come into the platform. Um, I'm 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 going to be very interested to see how you unfold, brother. I'm gonna keep my eyes on you, uh, but I appreciate those words just just by virtue of your greeting already. I know that you own something for real. Um, and again, salute to Alien Priest. Um, there are certain brothers that's on these uh, uh on this platform that I've recognized to be some upstanding brothers. I'm not I'm not judging anybody. I just look at certain people on the platform. Uh salute to the elevated bliss. Uh brothers like him, brothers like T uh brother TK, Doc Bay. Uh salute to the whole AN family over there. And the men and women in, uh, that I probably haven't even come across yet that is into this work. Uh, again, a definite salute to Brother Alion Priest, man. I, I love how my brother get down. I love the things that he brings to the table. I love how he articulate what he has to articulate and doing the work because that's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? Us coming together as men um, and salute to the women. Uh, to those women that know who I am and know what I do and know what I talk about, um, I am very, 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 very highly respectful of every woman because I know that every woman is the key to the problems that we have because through you, life comes. And when we and when we properly take that life that comes through your precious wound, you being the first teacher, the first guardian, the first protector, the first everything to us, I cannot in no form or fashion let my mind get to a place where I'm trying to debase you, relegate you, and not see you for who you are. Your power in motion and much respect to you and the work that you do in getting us here. And together, I'm telling you, together, we're going to do some great things. Whether we realize it in our time, we're going to do some great things because we are uh, extensions through our children and those that come behind us. 
We got to properly give this information, not just on the platforms, but out in society itself. Every time we come across a little brother or a little sister, we ain't coming across them to give them foolishness and tell them about worldly things, but give them what's most important. The power to understand that your mind is the greatest asset you have. And if you don't use it, somebody else will. And that's the facts. We're going to continue to break these constructs down in every institution that don't gave us their values, not our values, not what most high gave for us up under the natural order of things. We're going to continue to fight that and have these conversations and network. So salute to all of you. This is not just a talking point or to be on a platform just to say, hey, I'm here. Look what I'm saying. Hell no. Because they come out to people like us, especially when you get momentum and traction and more people come. And that's our job to share this information. Go to the website and subscribe. It's for free. We ain't charging a dime for it. And connect other people to this. We ain't charging a dime for it. I love y'all with God's perfect love. I promise you, I do. I'm not here to take anything from anybody, con anybody. We here to build. That's what we do over here. The icon and salty coffee. That's what we do over here. We learn, we share, we challenge, we get mad, we get downright gritty with it sometimes, men old salty. But that's how you sharpen your sword. If I can't challenge you, what the hell am I talking to you for? If you can't challenge me, what the hell are you talking to me for? And in our challenge, if we're not challenging each other to be better, what the hell are we doing this for? I don't come here for accolades. I don't come here for accolades and hand claps. I come here for what we deserve. And that's the best to be arm leg leg arm head they call it allah i call it man and woe man the true guardians of the planet irregardless of your color class creed or whatever the hell construct that we fall up under up under these socialism communism and capitalism let's form our own construct within the damn construct and do it from a positive position where they've been doing it from a negative position and let's go get what we're supposed to get people Go ahead, Salty. Hi, Twixie baby. Hello, Key, my love. Hello. Joe, welcome. I know you're new, but awesome. You fell into the right room at the right time. <laughs> and Absolutely. you're from New York. So make sure you follow us. Um, make sure you follow everyone else who's here. Hey, Leon, thank you so much. I was on your talk the other day. Great information. Um, any information that you have, for us, um, please feel free based on the talk today. Lady Bomber, thank you so much for um, joining us this evening on a Sunday night. Um, uh, it's, it's a pleasure to have you here. I really, truly uh, appreciate it. And AI... Um, hey. <laughs> is that how you say it? Thank you so know. much for hanging in. Oh, okay. <laughs> salute her, salute um, her. The family unit is so crucial and it's so mm -hmm. important and it's mm -hmm. paramount. It mm -hmm. is the difference between us and our self-governance and then there are those who are trying to govern over us. That, so therein lies that difference. 
Men are those providers. They are our protectors. But women overall, we birth a nation. And without us women, a nation cannot survive. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. And we did that with when we did the Claudine um, episode. We talked a lot about that. Black Cass gave me the invite. Glad he did. Black Cass always on it. What's up, Dub? What's up, Dub? That's in the room, my brother. Dub. Shout out to the room, Kima, Miss Lady B, Joe Betta, I, Silverback, and I ain't in it. (laughs) Salute to you, Empress Salty Coffee, Brother Icon, Straight Talk, No Cut, and Raw. Building one human at a time. Respect, my man. Absolutely. And I ain't in it. Salute to you, Doug. And salute to I. And I ain't in it. And everybody that's in the room came through the room. Um, We working. I mean, this, this is work. But it's a work that we love to do. You got to love the work that you love to do so it don't seem like work. Uh, I thank the most high for, for giving me the skill sets and giving me the raw talent and gifts to be able to do this. I thank him for everything I've gone through in my life. Um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Y'all know me. I'm going to open it up and I'm going to tell you about me because I want to make real connections. Uh, I know we don't see each other all the time. We don't hear from each other all the time. But I promise you, we see each other in places where we can connect to each other. Because there are other platforms that we can get on and we do do that and we reach each other and we talk to each other. I just I just wish success uh, in everything that you do. If Big Brother can be there to support, I'm going to be there to support uh, in, in, in the ways that I can. Um, and again, I want to thank I want to thank Salty Coffee. Um, let me let me just get this part in so I can shut my mouth because I've been over here drinking me a little some fermented uh, grapes over here a little bit, you know. Just a little bit. Another one to drink you on? Most definitely. Oh, I just want to say okay. to say to cheers. say to Salty Coffee. Yeah, cheers. That you know, in this in this work that we do, I learn a lot about this technology because I didn't I didn't I didn't transition with this technology. Being in prison, I had access to it, but I, I chose not to do it because I, at the time it really got to that point, I was already on my way to coming out. So I was trying to stay free of trouble, right? But with this technology, from the time that I've met you, I came out, out, out of prison in student mode. I learned a lot about my phone. I learned a lot about, you know, um, the the social media aspect. I started a podcast on my own. I didn't even know what the hell I was doing, but I thank the most high that he instilled in me a a, a spirit of intelligence and a spirit of common sense. We have the ability to learn. So I started my podcast. I came across a a commercial on one of the platforms and I tapped into it and I started following the instructions and the guys and whatnot. And Icon World was produced. Right. I started putting content. The day I walked out of uh, prison, uh, by the time I got to the halfway house, I was already doing lives on Facebook. My cup is full. I was in university for 28 years, people. That part. 
but I had a life before I went into prison. So all of my experiences, all of them, I don't hide anything. When I talk about my life, I talk about it for real. I don't want to just talk about what I've accomplished from a, from the positive. Let me tell you about the negative and let me show you why I have the authorities to say what I say. Because I can talk about me. Each and every one of us can talk about our experience. We can open up our book. Yeah, I read the Quran. I read the Bible. But I read my book more because my life is real. I can read about a story from 4,000 years ago, and I can see the relevance, but if I can't understand my book, my experiences, if my experiences can't teach me nothing, I'm in trouble. I don't care what book I open up from anybody. Know your own story. You have a book. Your book is what's important because you live it every day. Let's not pass on... Uh, a poverty and a legacy of shame and hate and broke downness and cowardice to our children. No, no, let's not do that. We can give them so much more. And we ain't got to be out here being uh, uh, draconian out here, being savages out here and beating our chest where they telling us as men because I talk to my brothers. We ain't got shit to prove out here to nobody. I ain't got to beat my chest like King Kong to say that I'm a man. Just be what you are and stand on truth. The truth going to help you become what you need to be. It builds your character. It gives you strength. We got to become something other than what the construct has made us now that we know. That's what I'm doing. And salute to the men that's doing it. I'm speaking directly to my brothers. Again, sisters, y'all a whole nother category. And I love y'all so much. I thank y'all for y'all sacrifices. Yes, I came here through a woman. That's why I give her the praise. The first God I ever knew was my mama. Before I knew who Jesus and Allah and the rest of them, who, who that was, I knew my mama. That's a fact. Okay? That's the reality. That's the cold hard facts. So we have to make that connection. We have to no more fighting sisters with each other and competing with each other. You know what you got to do. And if you don't know, continue to come here. We're going to help you understand the power that you have. And brothers, we don't have to fight no damn more against each other. Why are we destroying our military in the first place? That don't even make sense. Don't destroy what was meant to defend us and protect us. We got to do that in conjunction with our queens, our empresses, or whatever title of nobility we can give them. Because they're so much bigger than the damn title. We got two in the chamber. Let's go. I feel good right now. I'm with my family. Let's do it. You didn't even finish saying what you were going to say about me. I love you. <laughs> and keep it moving. I love you too. Oh, damn. Okay, okay. No, I'm, <laughs> I don't mean it like that. Come on. Now. Yes, you do. Stop, Stop it. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, it's always gratifying to enter into a space where there is resonating frequencies. And one of the unintended consequences of being on this app is discovering so many fellow travelers and their relationship with the truth. And, you know, in particular, Lady B, Silverback, uh, had some deep and spirited experiences with them and, and you, Icon, 
up close and personal, I've seen many sides of you. Passionate, loud, calm, patient, deliberate, <laughs> but always committed to the truth, fearlessly, transparent. And that is worthy of respect. And I am listening. Let's build. Absolutely. Peace. Thank you. Salute to that. You got that right, man. We all owe our lives to our mothers. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Oh, man. It's talks like this that make you not want to stop. It's like, it's like, I. I get I get so infused with 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 energy when when the I mean think about this before because I know we're gonna be getting ready to tap out of here in a, in a second uh, salty the formation of what we have just by virtue of looking at your screen right now we have eight people from what I'm looking at right now down to seven but in this room there are nine people right now in real time. As, as I'm looking at it, we, we, we would have had 10. But when I look at the formation of people that come, you could have been anywhere else. But you took the time to come here. You sacrificed some of your time to, to do things that you could have been doing with your family or you could have been hosting your own shows. You could have been doing something in the in the agency of the cause. I am I am so thankful that we can come together, like-minded people. And this is what it's supposed to look like in real time in our communities. Because I'm gonna tell you something, we talking about, we were talking about poverty. If each one of us possessed a million dollars right now, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. It's 12 million dollars sitting in the room right now. If all of us had a million dollars right now, with what we know and being conscious of what this is that we into with $12 million, you know what we could do? Huh? You know what we could do with $12 million? I bet you we damn sure wouldn't need the government. I bet you we can orchestrate and bankroll what we want to do. And we still could speak truth to power because, damn it, we elect the people to go into positions in the first place if we go into the voters booth. Information is the key. Lady Bomber is our link to information. Salty Coffee is our link to information. Alien Priest, Dub, Key, my lovely, you in the room. Your avatar look like you cooked to information. Hey, if that's how you say it, sister, straight me and let me understand how to say your name. We link to information together. We cannot be stopped. Everyone has to start something where they're at the formation of a structure and it has to be looked at as a business. That's the model. Business, not for their bottom line, for but for our bottom line. We have to free ourselves from being subjects, we got to become masters. We have to become masters. We got one more in the chamber, Salty. I'm gonna shut my mouth now for real, for real, so we can uh, slide into the cosmos. We gotta get back on that spaceship. Oh my goodness, it's Snipe Luciano. Wow. You, you are now tuned in to Salty Coffee, an icon, live, live on the stereo app, Poverty Open Talk. 
Be sure to follow Snipe Luciano on TikTok and Instagram today. Hey, long time no see. I, I know, I miss him. Hey, I saw salute. him on Instagram the other day, and he looks so mature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Salute to so, him. Absolutely. On the Wisdom app, I usually go there to talk about my 32 years experience of working at an Ivy League institution. But and I usually give an assignment to to those who are listening. For those of you who are not aware, Wisdom app is another platform similar to this one that is really a quiet space for me. Um, I, I enjoy it there because it's way different than stereo. But um, as an assignment tonight, again, I want everyone to just take some time. And if, if you know what you know today, try to give that information to someone else that's younger, that's in your neighborhood, that's in your position of work. Um, 32 years ago, two men came to me and gave me information that I would have never known ever on how to remove myself from poverty trap, from the poverty trap. So what I feel compelled to do now is to pay it forward. If you have any questions about investing, how to look at a contract on your place of employment, how to, any questions, please feel free to reach out to Salty Coffee at any time, either through here or through my website, it doesn't matter. Um, 2023 is going to be really big for Icon and myself because we're going to start doing something different and new. And I and I hope that you all can join us in that journey because you're going to see it in real time that what we talk about here on Stereo is going to be really on real time, active with, with our communities and with the people who really need help, not just handing out money, not just giving them donations, but to really, really help them in removing themselves from the poverty trap. And I thank Absolutely. you all. Absolutely. And I want you all to um, love yourself, love yourself enough to know that you are worth and that there are people out there really, really fighting for you. Whether you want to believe it or not, there are people doing the work for you so that you can be a better mom, a better parent, better husband. We're, Icon and I are really um, doing it. And I thank you. Everyone Absolutely. have a good night. Absolutely. And in closing, y'all, we've been to slide up out of here, but thank y'all for the, for chiming in and, and adding uh, uh furthering the content. Um without without you all, you know, we why would we do this if it wasn't for y'all? And I want to thank each and every one of you for what you bring to the table because we learn from all of you. Trust and believe. We we it's, I know we're doing the speaking because this is the show that we have, um, that we do. But each and every one of you in your own right brings so much to the table. And I promise you, I learn so much from all of you. I, I promise you, I do. I, I keep my ears open and my mind open to receive because that's how we learn. I don't know it all. But whatever bits and pieces you can give to add on to me, 
I open up my heart and my mind to receive it. I, I, I take what I can to nourish myself. So thank you for coming and thank you for chiming in. Just to, if, even if you just say, hey, how you doing? Or, Hola, Shonda. <laughs> if just doing that, just making your making your voice, you know, come through these airways, man, and just add on. That's where the power come from. And and again, we appreciate y'all so much. I know we got two left in the chambers and we about to slide, y'all. Hey, peace to the panel. Peace to the panel and peace to the panel. Um, <laughs> I know you said you're about to roll out. Um, you know, I want to give you, uh, you know, y'all uh, flowers for y'all roll, man. You know, I've just been listening. I, I didn't want to chime in because I didn't want to interrupt. Tell you, tell you the truth, man. You was on the roll, <laughs> bruh. Uh, Salty, you know, you always dropping jewels and giving out knowledge. I just love what y'all do, man. You know, y'all y'all just amazing, man. Y'all like the, the dynamic duo out here, man, for real, for real. And what y'all have done and how you've grown and and what you've accomplished and the information and, and the way y'all put it together. I'm always bragging on y'all every damn, every show. I mean, I always mention y'all in some kind of way. So I'm extremely proud of y'all. Um, it just, as soon as I seen you, I threw it in park. I almost crashed. But, but, um, oh, man, but no bad. doubt. And, uh, and peace, peace to the listeners, everybody in the listeners, uh, no doubt. Mad love. Absolutely, brother. Appreciate that. Thank so you. Much. That so means cool. a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, and I know, um, I come into a Leon show like three in the mornings and <laughs> I, I fall asleep and wake up and I'm like, wow, they're still talking. Hey. Um, but I try hey, to go man. as much as possible to the replay, but you know, with all the research and, and my real job and it, it can be a lot, but it's doable. <laughs> and your information of course is, is hey, there's an excellent book and I personally recommend it. And I, there's, I've recommended it so many times and I even still go back and I even refresh my my memory and I always revisit different chapters in it and it's called Lynchpin by Seth Godin and it really actually talks about how like you can literally take your passion doing what you truly love and almost literally becoming like you're so well in tuned and so well versed in a particular area or areas that you really thrive in and you almost like kind of like become a linchpin in that area and it also in the first beginning of the book it talks about the 40 40 40 scam in terms of jobs where they say you basically work 40 hours a week for 40 years of your life and you get 40 percent of the money that you make when you re after the fact when you retire but it's an excellent book and it was a game changer for me as always thank you lady bomber i mean thank she, you she, hey y'all she's dropping some she's dropping some jewels right now and giving us some references right now uh that's that's relevant like again I, I never really had an opportunity to talk to Lady Bomber, but I, I first seen her over on and and I knew from the first time I heard her and what she did, I said, damn, this woman right here is like um amazing. She go get it. She go get things for you that's undeniable, right? If you really wanna know, when you meet people like Lady Bomber, right? When you when you meet this powerful force that know how to go get it. Because she's trying to help us understand, like they hit it, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get it, and I'm gonna bring it to you, and I'm gonna give it to you. Now, what you choose to do with this information is totally up to you, but I'm gonna give it to you. 
I went and found it so you didn't have to go. That's how we work together. Everybody possess something. Your gifts, your talents, your skill set. If we bring them things together, how can we be denied? We can't. It's impossible to be denied. Come on, y'all. <sighs> Thank y'all. Thank you, Lady Mama. Thank you. Um, hey, Leon Priest. For those of you on the other social medias, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, I will have all of this information for you readily available on the description of the videos. Again, thank you, everyone. We will also post um, this information on our anchor, um, the details, and we will also post them on our website. Thank you again, everyone, for stopping by. I truly, truly appreciate it. And this is going to be every Sunday. We were not going to do this for a while because we need a break to gather up some information and more research. But we will do this every Sunday, whether, you know, because Icon and myself, we're always talking anyway. So we might as well just do it here, too, and do it together so we can all learn from each other. Yeah. Slow to move. But I'm Alien Priest. I promise you, man, I'm coming for you, bro. I need you. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to work some stuff down, work some stuff out in the foundation and the formation because again, I, I I need I need real soldiers with me, bro. And I want to be with real brothers so I can lend, you know, my energy to brothers, man, that we can formulate what we need to formulate and get this work in and I promise you I'm scouting out here. I don't I don't notice a few people. Uh let's just stay stay linked up, bro. Uh and when I'm when I'm ready to really move forward and push some stuff bro i'm coming for you bro because i need you like straight up dub you out there i know that you know you do what you do and i, I know that you're gonna come if i need you to come man and give your expertise and whatnot um again we just i'm i'm, I'm trying to form a something where real men can come together and we can do what we need to do so we can we can also let our women know that we don't need y'all giving up on us because we it's some brothers out here that's ready to put that work in we out here Forget what you heard. I'm telling you. I'm telling you what I know. It's some brothers out here ready to put that work in. We here. So, brother, please stay stay linked up with me. I know I keep saying it all the time, but I'm just trying to work out the particulars so that I can get myself in a position where we can formate some things and really do some stuff, and we can sit down to the table um, as brothers and, and give our input. Give our input on how we can move forward and do some stuff outside of the things that we do on our own. Um, and represent for and represent for the, the the soldiers, brother. Like straight up. Absolutely. Again, thank you, everyone. Have a good night, Icon. I love you. Take care. Icon <laughs> out. Salute. Bye. Salty coffee. <laughs>